Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. Wedding season is upon us, you guys. And my guest today, Megan Collins, your style girlfriend, is here to do a twofer of sorts with me. We are going to talk about suits. We are going to we we're going to do the thing we were going to do on the last episode. Except that I messed up the time zones. <laughs> here's the thing. Under literally any other circumstances, I would have just hung around with my ACAST pals <sighs> for an hour and waited. I was in so much pain. It's it's getting better, you guys. Oh, God. Uh, but I was just in so I was like, I can't even. You like, couldn't wait for me. I know. I said, I can be there in 20 minutes. You're like, no. I was like, I'm we'll dying. Reschedule. I was like, Megan, I'm dying. We'll reschedule. <laughs> like, it's fine. And actually, you know what I have to say? Like, I haven't done a solo ep in a really long time, but actually, it turned out fine. I um, believe that. Yeah. I haven't listened I mean, to it yet, but I feel like you're someone who can speak extemporaneously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not saying you can have a conversation with yourself, but I, I'm saying I would listen to it if you did. I can. Yeah. I can. Um, but yeah, it actually ended up being okay. You know, it was just basically, it was like basically a regular episode, but with 15 minutes less banter. Sure. And, you know, the banter is fun, but I also know sometimes people are like, oh, God, Julie, just shut up and get to the point, you know? <laughs> so it was a very to the point episode. Um, if you guys haven't listened to it, I went through how to clean a suit at home, no dry cleaning required, and talked a lot about, like, sort of how, what what dry cleaning excels at and what it doesn't. Um, so that, like, look, it's fine to take things to the dry cleaner. By all means, take things to the dry cleaner. But... You don't always have to do that. And I know a lot of people kind of don't want to be as reliant on the dry cleaner for a lot of reasons. Yes. So that was what we did last time. Um, what I also had wanted Megan to talk about that we're going to talk about today is she did this great explainer for the inventory where we're both columnists um, about how to interpret various wedding dress codes. Ugh. And I thought it was so good. And I was like, because, you know, I mean, I guess, uh, well, I'm starting to roll into second wedding territory Ooh. yes i sure am wow 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 yes i sure am um but you know a lot tis of life season, <laughs> indeed. um but you know it's like we're we're recording this in early may and like the weddings are starting to happen oh yeah and you know a lot like black tie is black tie right? you easy. know that yeah but all the rest of them it's like so megan is going to help us understand what festive dress means <laughs> and then um we are going to talk a little bit about um, how to wear sneakers with suits, if that's like a thing that you want to do, and when not to. Oh, boy. When not to. Sure. And Maybe we'll I, start with that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to do my clean person thing and talk to you about some cheap products you can use to clean your sneakers, especially when you're on the road traveling. Like, if, you're, if you are going to a wedding where you can get away with a pair of sneakers with a suit, and there are occasions. Oh, yeah. Like, for sure. Um, there are those, are those weddings. To, yeah. Yeah. Um, how how to clean the sneakers 
on the road so that your sneakers look good enough to be wearing with your suit kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And we should say this also. Part of the reason we're doing this is because we are doing a tag team thing on the inventory. Yeah. Like, do you want to explain what we're doing? Yes. We just thought, look, we know each other. We're like, I like to say editor at large. I like I like columnists too. But yeah, we're both contribute to the inventory. And we're like, we need to like get together Justice League style, mm-hmm. Avengers style, and just like throw down on some information. Here's what to buy. And here's how to keep it clean. So for the entire month, and I think pl- a little bit plus. I because, think a little bit plus. Because we came up with like too many ideas <laughs> for really our editor. Did. We're like, and we could do this, and we could do this, and we could do this. And he was like, great, go for it. Yeah. So we're just like doing all of this great stuff of, like you said, here's what to wear, wear to a wedding. Here's how to keep your suit clean. Here's the sneakers you need for spring and summer. Here's how to keep your sneakers clean. Yeah. So everyone needs to be like on the lookout for it. Whenever one of your posts go up, it's going to be like linking to mine and vice versa. And I just feel like we're we might be unstoppable. Like, do we have all of the whatever stones? Like, did we save the world from Thanos? Maybe I think so. I think think, so. I think that's actually the way that it's shaking out, and I'm really happy about it. I mean, the humanity should be happy about it. Exactly. Um, (laughs) I would. I would also say because we really this has been fun, Mm -hmm. Um, and in a way, it's made like I don't know if you feel this way. It's made my job a lot easier to have just like I just know every week what I'm going to write about. I like know I know what Megan is going to be doing, and so it just like. It just puts me in like the right mindset, like or a very like specific mindset to be writing my column. You're focused, uh, yeah. It makes me very focused, and like I found that writing the columns is like it's taken me like half the time. Really it's been crazy, yeah. Um, hey, Shep, are and you I really saying? like it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me and Jolie so, do stuff together all the time, right? So, um, if you guys have topics around, if you have style questions, and you know that there's something cleaning related, which of course there always of is. Course. Uh, let us know. Like, tweet at us. Uh, Megan, give your uh, Twitter sure. handles. Sure. Uh, we're StyleGF. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm personally, I'm Megan Collins, but you can find Style Girlfriend at StyleGF. Right. And I'm just at Jolie Care. Um, so, like, tweet at us and give us our suggestions because I, I would love to continue doing this. And I think we also got to give a big shout out to Shep McAllister, our yeah. editor, because he has been, like, so great to us and he's been so excited about yes. this. And our big boss, Ryan Brown, is yeah. Really, really He's excited. He's so psyched about it. He's he keeps, very, like, retweeting all of our stuff. I know. It's really cute. I actually had asked him um, if he wanted to cut last week, if he had wanted to come join us. Um, oh, he should have. Well, well here's what happened. They were going through the office move, and he was just like, Jolie, I am." I was like, you yeah, know, I, I hear you, boss. Move that office. Get yourself settled in. I was like, I'm sure we'll be doing another one towards the end of the month. So at the end of the month. Ah. I figure we'll do another one and we'll have Ryan come in and join us. You guys are going to love Ryan Brown. Has um, he not been on the pod yet? He has never been on oh, the pod. He's so great. I know. He's so Folks great. going to love him. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, so we'll do more of this. Um, all right. Before we get into it, though, I got to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to Chip Chat and Tinder Talk. I have some, t- I have some oh, Tinder updates. Oh, I'm expecting oh. some Tinder Talk <laughs> updates. That's what I'm here for. I, well, I was doing some Tinder tourism when I was in Charlotte. <laughs> um, and that got, I, you guys, it actually uh, got so overwhelming that I like couldn't even handle it. I, I had to like delete Tinder. I was like, I'm so overwhelmed right now. Wow. Um, the problems I have, I guess. Yes, Absolutely. Um, uh, so yeah, if you guys want to hear that, um, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person to help support my show. You guys, thank you as always so much for the support. Even if you don't want to listen to the bonus episodes, $2 Which a month. Which is crazy, but if fine. You, they're great. You should be listening to them. <laughs> 
<clears throat> uh, it's only $2 a month. It really, really does help to underwrite and support my show. Another big thing you can do, you can go to iTunes. You can smash that five-star rating button. Do it. Smash you know it. you want to do it. Smash, smash it. it. Smash it. <laughs> Maybe when you're having a bad day instead of like. Yes. Put some like positive energy into the world. someone's face. Mm-hmm. You could smash the five-star rating button. Wow. Yeah. You really, I like the spin you put on that. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm always a silver lining. Queen of silver lining. Yep. Over here. Wow. wow, wow. Um, other big thing you can do, you guys. Tell so your pals. Okay. About the show. But better yet, grab their phone. <laughs> forcibly subscribe them. Won't that also be a good a good balm for a bad day? Forcibly subscribing someone to a cleaning podcast. Otherwise, consent. Always <laughs> affirmative consent. But in this case, just... They can always unsubscribe. They can always unsubscribe. There's very little emotional damage right. left if you subscribe your friend to a podcast. They exactly. Don't want to be subscribed exactly. To. So go do that. Help support my show. Alrighty. I'm going to put... Miss Megan. Oh, wait. One more thing. Oh, my gosh. Is there another big thing people can do? I have patrons to thank. Oh, my gosh. How could I forget? I was like, why do I have my phone in front of me? Oh, right. Because I have the list of patrons to thank mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Don't you guys have, like, a good name? Is there not, like, uh, cleanies or something? Like, don't you have a good name for Ask a Clean Person fans and you, stands? You know, I used to call them dust bunnies. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Which I think is cute. But then I got worried that it was maybe a little, like, patronizing. No. Oh, I like that. Because I meant it cute. Uh, yeah. Because, like, Duh. you know, bu- bun- bunny is like, oh, but bu- bunny is like one of the terms of endearments I use for. In like, real life? In real life. I think that's yeah. nice Like, I'm then. always calling my girlfriends bunny. I'm like, oh, bunny, blah, 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 you know. Let's bring it back, dust bunnies, I then. Think dust bunnies Let's start calling cute. them that. All okay. right. We're thanking right. our dust bunnies thanking today. Dust bunnies. Megan, do you want to thank the dust bunnies? Oh, my gosh. I really do. Okay. Yay. Last names, too? Last names, too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. So, Aniko Witten. You are an awesome dust bunny. Thank you so much for <laughs> supporting the show. Susan Hammerschmidt, amazing. Love you, girl. You're the best. Emily Sale, oh my gosh, let's get drinks next week. Erica <laughs> Madonnell, April O'Neill, Robert Young, Ben Storch, and Jackie. Anastasia Shubina. Yeah, Shubina. Yeah. That sounds about right. You're the best. Love you to death. Amanda Walwyn, Rochelle Perez, Holly No Name. So a little anonymous dust bunny mm-hmm. here hiding under the bed. It's cool. We get it. <laughs> And Missy Meyer and Jeanette Wells, you guys are all amazing. Awesome. Thank you Thank for you. supporting the show. And we have to show. say um, an extra special, very nice to Anastasia and Amanda, who were two sixty nine and five sixty nine, the nicest patrons. Nice, nice. Ooh, nice, nice. we love you all the same, but you guys are also better because than everyone else. here on the show, <laughs> we are unabashedly children. And we laugh at every 69 joke there is to make in this world. Oh, I mean, we need them. Listen, life is short. Laugh at a 69 joke, right? Uh, life is short also. Show up to weddings in the right attire. Yes. Let's talk about wedding dress codes. Yes. All right. We're decoding wedding dress codes. You're, you decoded this so beautifully on the inventory, and I want you to do the same for my listeners because it can be really frustrating. And, you know, I think that it's like in some regards – Men have it a little easier with wedding attire. Arguably. But on the other hand, women can throw on like a black cocktail dress and some jewelry and pretty much be like good to go for any kind of wedding. Maybe the beach wedding. Yeah. You're going to be hard pressed to find a black cocktail, like a little black dress at a a beach affair. But yes, I think... um, there's a lot more leniency, we'll say, for women, right? Like you get to show your personal style. You can find a way to make 
things dressier, like make a dress dressier. You can find a way to make it less formal with, you know, depending on, again, the jewelry you wear with it, how formal you do your hair, the Mm -hmm. shoes you wear. But for men, it's a bit more rigid, but that can almost make it more complicated with all of these new dress codes that are quite fanciful and quite, um, like, whimsical. Mm -hmm. Because a guy used to kind of be able to be like, okay, I know when I need to wear a tux, and the rest of the time I'm just going to wear a suit. And now it's gotten a bit more, you could say complicated, but you could also... Um, look at it as an opportunity to show more personality with your style, which is like what Style Girlfriend is all about. It's for guys who are like, okay, I've done the utilitarian thing. Like now I actually want to have some fun and I want to like learn about what my personal style is and how I can express myself through clothes. And so, you know, I guess I would just hope that after listening to this, you know, your your male listeners specifically would look at any spring or summer wedding dress or spring or summer wedding that they're attending as like, a fun opportunity to yeah. like mix it up. Yeah. Because it should be fun. And like at the end of the day, like nobody's looking at you. Like, <laughs> yeah. So where would you want, at the right? In the groom. Yeah, exactly. So like don't stress over it. Just kind of like make it be fun and like use it or as an the opportunity. Groom and the groom and the bride and the bride. Right. Exactly. I'm I, totally. Which leads me to the, actually I want to interject this one thing. I, and I was saying this last week when I did the, the like how to clean a suit episode. I have noticed in my own life that a lot more women are wearing suits to weddings and I am here for it and I love it. And so like, I also just want to like acknowledge again that we're talking about menswear here in suits, but we're also definitely not suggesting that women aren't looking super fly in suits at weddings. Totally. And if you're wearing a suit, then yeah, listen to Jillian how to clean it. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's get into, so you had, um, you had a couple of different specific categories that you did explainers for, right? So, and not had, to say that it's comprehensive because there no, is, yeah, because people make up they do dress codes, yes. <laughs> Which you know, guys, maybe if you're gonna make up a dress code, maybe also have like a little insert with some examples of what you mean right. when you say throw something in parentheses, yeah, yep. Um, or, like, most people have wedding websites, so maybe throw a few images up on your little Ooh, wedding website. like a Pinterest like, board of inspiration. Right, like, here's mm-hmm. what we're kind of thinking. Um, I also just want to say, I think it's incredibly cruel to request that everybody wear white. Please don't do that. <laughs> I, would, I feel like that's not so much a thing anymore, is it? I feel like Kate Middleton not. did it for her wedding, and then Kim Kardashian <laughs> did it for one of her weddings. But I think that that's kind of done now. I hope so. No offense to anyone who's still doing it. It's just, I think that was a trend, and now it's right. a little bit... It's just, and I'm only saying that because white is like a very, very unforgiving color, especially for men, but also for women. So like, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So for anyone listening, planning their wedding that was considering it. Okay. So let's talk about, I wrote down your categories that you had on the inventory. So let's talk, let's start with casual. When a wedding invitation says casual, what does that mean? And also what does it not mean? at all mean <laughs> well it doesn't mean jeans yeah i can tell you that for sure i mean i appreciate when a couple does sort of say look we're not the type to be fancy schmancy people and like we just want you guys to show up and have a good time like i appreciate that the casual attire is like marked for that mm-hmm. um because sometimes they like there's just not even a dress code and then people feel really confused when really the the couple just kind of wanted to leave it be open to the guests. But we all need direction. Like, yes. like we want the direction. So casual direction is for guys like chinos mm-hmm. or trousers and a dress shirt. Or not even a dress shirt. Maybe it's a, a button-up short sleeve shirt, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
you could wear sneakers as long as they're really clean and really intentional and really stylish, mm-hmm. a.k.a. not the same, you know, sneakers that you ran, ran in at the gym this morning. Right, I was going to say, not your running shoes. Not your running shoes, yeah. not your workout shoes, not the shoes that you mow the lawn in. Right. Like, <laughs> sneakers that you would wear maybe to work if if your work has, like, a casual environment. Right. Fashion sneakers. Fashion sneakers, if you will. Not utilitarian sneakers. Yes, exactly. And so it's definitely um, probably the the dress code that you get to have as much flexibility as you're really looking for. Because the thing is, if you want to, you could wear a sport coat Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe just skip the tie, right? Like you can sort of dress up a casual wedding because it's still a wedding and you still want to feel like it's special and you still want to feel like, you know, it's more than, oh, I went to Target for – some things and then right. I went to this wedding like you still want to feel like you're putting on a special outfit right um I really like the how you just said that because I think that that is that is an important thing to remember that even if it's casual it's still a special occasion yeah and so you should look the part partly because also you will feel a little special yes right I mean I feel special when I dress up I feel special every day Megan just by dint of being me Ooh. but when I dress up I do feel different yes yeah and you know do your hair still, right? Like maybe go and get a haircut before you go. You know, shave, whatever it is um, that lets oh, you yeah, say, oh, I put some please, effort in. Yeah, please. Guys, casual wedding does not mean that you like get to roll like out of bed. Three days scruff. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Or like get your beard trimmed. Like whatever yeah. it is that lets you feel like a bit more polished, that's always appropriate even for a casual wedding. Okay, great. Um, all right. So the next category that you had was cocktail and semi-formal. Which are sort of interchangeable. Yes, they really are. It means a suit. You know, it generally means a darker suit. So something in charcoal or navy uh, because it is one step down from formal wear. So a suit is always going to be appropriate. Okay. Um, Cocktail generally just denotes like you can have maybe a little bit more fun with it. Okay. Uh, So, you know, insert some whimsy, whether it's through a pocket square or your tie. Um, You know, for women, it generally lets them kind of feel like, okay, I'm going to be a little bit blingy or I'm going to wear something sparkly. Exactly. So whatever a man kind of considers his version of feeling a little sparkly, Uh that's what he should wear. Right. And usually for women, I at least have always interpreted. Mm -hmm. It's a thing I don't work with words for a living or anything. (sighs) That's what spell check is for. (laughs) I've I've always interpreted cocktail and semi-formal to mean short. And formal to mean long. Yeah. I mean, Not always. And, like, there have been times when I've worn a long dress to a, a wedding that's had a cocktail um, dress mm-hmm. code. But um, that's sort of how, in my mind, I, like, differentiate between the two for when it comes to women's wear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's sort of the difference between, like, semi-formal and formal for guys is that semi-formal you can get away with. Not a tux, but formal wear you always want, like, evening wear you're going to wear a tux. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, if that's helpful to kind of keep in your head, um, yeah, I think that's a good thing. I will say, like, on the women's side, it gets more confusing because you could wear, like, a maxi dress to a casual wedding, and that's long, and but that's yeah. not formal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you start to break it down into, like, subcategories, and you're like, oh, God, no, this is Yeah, you're like, I'm completely lost here. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. yes, a suit is always going to be appropriate. Um, a tie is always going to be appropriate. Uh, a shoe that you wouldn't necessarily wear to work or a tie, that, you know, a pocket square that you wouldn't necessarily wear to work. Um, maybe skip the socks and have it kind of be like, you know, a, a very slight break in your pants. So, you mm-hmm. know, you just feel a little bit, uh, you know, more red carpety. Yeah. Got more, it. Yeah. Love it. More also, celeb. here's another thing. 
I probably should have talked about this in last week's episode. Please shine your shoes for yes. a wedding. Please shine your shoes. You're going to be getting Please. out on the dance floor. You're going to be, you know, breaking down your best moves. You want your shoes to be looking as good as yeah. you do. And I know you guys think, like, no one notices. I mean, I notice. Yeah. There's at a least one. shoe. There's a person mm-hmm. in this world who notices, and that person is Jolie Care. Yeah, and she's yeah. going to every wedding this summer. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm going to be there. She's checking like, up I, on you. I'm going to be like Alan Parsons, eye in the sky, looking at you. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go right into black tie optional and black tie. I'm, yeah, you know I'm saving the best for last. Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. So here's my thing about black tie optional. When else do you get to wear black tie? When else do you get to wear a tux in your life? So if you have a tuxedo hanging in your closet at home, wear it. Like you're not going to look yeah. inappropriate. And you're really just going to look better than everybody else again, except mm-hmm. for you know hopefully the bride. Uh, <laughs> And and I think that's a really good thing. I think um, we don't have enough opportunities in life to get dressed up. So when it's literally not just permitted but encouraged, wear it. So for me, I kind of don't even like to distinguish between the two because I'm just like, just wear a tux. Right. If it's optional, wear it. Okay. But let's talk about guys who don't have a tux and don't want to go out and rent a tux. Yeah, absolutely. So, which I don't blame them because. Yeah, which totally makes sense. Yes. Totally so wear, get it. So what- generally dark colors denote. Uh, connote formality. So the darker the suit, the better. Okay. The darker the tie, the better. And wear as fancy of a shoe as you have that goes with that suit. Got it. So, you know, if you can do a double monk strap instead of a lace-up or if you can do a brogue instead of a, you know, something more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Just whatever you can do to kind of say, like, this is the nicest thing I own. Right. Exactly. <laughs> now, how do you feel about – this is like – you guys, I'm sorry. My 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 New England boarding school is about to come out like crazy. How do you feel about a formal slipper for men? Oh, I love it. Worn them. not with a tux. Oh, uh. So let's say you're ooh, going to a black tie optional. Really got me there. I see. <sighs> ding, 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 ding. Um, so you're going to black tie optional. Yep. You're going to wear a dark navy suit. Maybe you've got a pair of Stubbs and Wooten or Stubbs and Wooten esque. Sure. Type. Yeah, like a smoking slipper. Smoking slipper. Um, what? Is that acceptable to wear to, with a suit or is that no bueno? It depends on the suit. Okay. So it needs to be, again, like no break. You can't wear a sock, obviously. Yep. Um, so you need to really kind of be in that um, almost like Italian tailoring kind of vibe if right. you're going to wear. No cuff. Right, exactly. Yep. Um or like a really extra cuff, like on a thicker pair of pants, but that would have to be winter and we're talking about summer. Anyways, um, so it can be done, but it has to be really thoughtful. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure, I would just reserve the slipper for if you're wearing a tux or literally if you go totally to the other end of the aisle and are like going to a beach wedding and you're wearing a linen suit, mm-hmm. then you can wear it. Like right. again, like then, you know, that's kind of when to bust it back out. But if you're, if the rest of your outfit is pretty conservative and traditional, the slipper is going to look a little bit out of place. Yeah. So uh, if you want to not wear a lace-up shoe, maybe wear like a drive, like a driving mock or something like a like a loafer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a tasseled loafer or something could be a good alternative. But yeah, I think it, it might end up looking a little bit out of place. Okay, dicey. Yeah, it's Proceed just with caution. It's like, yeah, it's like an advanced degree of difficulty. Yeah. And if you're not <laughs> sure, then it it probably isn't going to look great. Right. Good. Always, always also a good rule of thumb. Yeah. If you're not sure, it's probably not. You're probably not going to nail it. Yeah. You know yeah. what's so funny? I read the most revelatory Because I think thing. you know when you're nailing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel really confident. Um, I, this 
like writer that I follow on Twitter, she said something to the effect yesterday of if he likes you, you'll know it. And if you don't know, if he doesn't, then you'll be confused. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. So it's like you always know when it works, like because it's the same for clothes. You always know when it works. You feel like a million bucks when you look in the mirror. You're like, I'm crushing it. And if you don't know if it works, it probably doesn't. Yeah. Like if you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm really not sure. I don't know. Is this and you like ask 10 people and you're like texting people being like, does this work? It probably doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's funny. I was actually just having a conversation about dating with a friend yesterday that was very similar to that. Like I was like, because, you know, it was one of those we were just going back and forth. Like one thing would be like, but this is good, but this is bad. But this I was like, I feel like there's enough bad here that you're not that sure. And yeah, move it along. Yeah. Like you've only been on a few dates. Just move it along. Right. But, but don't stop trying to make this work because it sounds like it's just not not working. Yep. So anyway, love Square that. peg, round hole. Exactly. All right. We've got one more. This is the, I think this is the one that's the most frustrating. It drives people nuts. Yeah. The festive or destination dress. Oh, boy. So, yeah. This is the one, you guys, please, please, couples who are doing a festive or destination dress code, please provide guidance on your wedding website or a little insert in your in your formal invitations uh, with examples of what you mean by this. Please, please, please. Because you're right. It can mean such different things to different people. And also festive is sort of like the all-encompassing umbrella term for like Charleston chic. And you're like, what? (laughs) What? Yeah, like. Miami chic. I just saw something about Miami or Florida. Not even Miami. Florida chic. Yeah, Florida chic. Are San Diego a Lily after Pulitzer? dark. Like what? I mean, I'd be thrilled to show up at a wedding in a Lily Pulitzer dress. Nothing is more comfortable. Would but you? like, I can't see that. Really? Yeah. I am like the liliest Lily girl who ever lilied. Huh. Says yeah. the girl in all black. Yeah. Um. Well, and I'm sneakers. in my gym clothes because I'm going right. to gym after this. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yes. So festive is if you are like thinking of any wedding invite that you got where you're like, what the fuck is this? That's festive. <laughs> That's what festive is. Um, and really, you should actually see it as something pretty straightforward. It's basically cocktail. They're saying dress like you're ready to party. Yep. And that's cool, right? Like right. that means for guys, like wear a suit for girls, wear something sparkly like mm-hmm. we talked about. And especially for guys, it means like add that dash of whimsy that you might otherwise not feel comfortable doing. So yep. wear your crazy shoes or wear, you know, right. like your bright wear- blue suit that you wouldn't necessarily bust out of your closet otherwise. I was like, just this is your opportunity. collar. Yeah. Like, Think the dress code of cocktail, but cut with color. You're not mm-hmm. going to wear. This is not the time for the little black dress. This right. is the time for the little hot pink dress. Yeah. Or the go to hell pants. Yes, exactly. And it's not the time for your charcoal suit with a. What go to hell pants are. <laughs> I'll let you. You want me to do? Okay. So actually, so the Lily Pulitzer thing is actually the perfect example of the go to hell pants. Go to hell pants basically means like a really, really wild pair of men's dress pants. And Lily Pulitzer is notorious for them, um, but there are like lots, lots There's of lots other of, yeah. other um, brands that make them. Basically, like a pair of critter pants yeah. would be go to hell pants, um, yeah. or like plaid trousers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tartan trousers for a winter wedding or go to hell pants. They're just really like bold, outrageous, but still dressy yeah. pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I love a I love a good pair of go to hell pants. I love a man <laughs> who can pull off a pair of go to hell pants. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually dated someone for a long, long, long time who looked fan freaking tastic in go to hell pants. And every year for Christmas, I would buy him a new pair. Oh, I uh, like that. Yeah. So like you know, he could have a new 
a new pair because when we'd usually be in Florida around Christmas time, so um, he could wear them then. And then in the summertime, we would always have them for like when we had those, That's you know, so cute. The formal events that we had to go to that that were go to hell pants allowed yes. kind of thing. Yeah, great. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's a great thing. And if you really want to level up. Ladies, you can coordinate your outfit to his go to hell pants. Right. Don't match, but like, yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever the most subtle color is in those pants. Exactly. Like, put that, yeah. Yeah. Put that into your vision board, your, <laughs> your Pinterest in- inspiration. I think that's great. I, um, yeah, I love a, a bold pant. I love a bold suit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, we we're putting together our summer shopping list right now. And like, I want every guy to go out and buy a pink linen suit. You know what I mean? Love. Did you see A-Rod's outfit at the Met Ball? Yes. I mean, it was not camp. No. Which was so disappointing because everything about A-Rod is so campy. It's so true. He is like pure camp. And Maybe that's why he felt like, I'll just dress like me. Yeah. I think, you know, it was um, sidebar. I love, you guys, I'm obsessed with the Met Gala. Yeah. We're, um, we're recording this the day after. So this, we are talking formal wear. Yeah. In a, this, in year's, time. this year's theme was notes on camp. And it was a really tricky Which theme. is like a Susan Sontag uh, essay that's, yeah, yeah, explores this genre that it could, was kind of confusing to interpret. It was very difficult but... to interpret. And um, I sort of had a feeling that this year was going to be a bit of a mess. But it was a mess in kind of a glorious way. It always um, is. Not a lot of people, I think, really nailed camp. But the people who did really, really nailed camp. Um, but it was still fun to see that even the people who kind of made a decision like clearly A-Rod made a decision like I don't I don't know how to I, I can't do deliberate camp yes um and, and for so those I'm, of you who don't know my reference point is always like John Waters John movies Waters. Yeah. like that's I think like the most straightforward A to B way of being like what's camp that's camp yeah yep. exactly um but so then think about how you would wear that to a fancy gala where you're going to be photographed by a bunch of people on a red carpet it's confusing, yeah. especially for guys. Yeah. I think the themes are always harder for the guys. Very difficult for guys. Um, but A-Rod wore this, um, this powder pink um, formal jacket, and he looked fabulous in it. Yeah. But I was like, I hope that so many men are starting to wear that color this summer because A-Rod did it. Well, also, Jason Momoa wore two different pink tuxes to the Oscars. That's right. He wore, like, a pink tux on the red carpet and then, yeah, like, a evening jacket yeah. to the after parties. Love a man in pink. And if you want to call it blush, fine. Yeah. If you want to call it salmon, that's yeah. fine. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever makes you feel more comfortable but wearing go ahead and call it pink. Because mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. All right. On that happy pink note, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Uh, Megan and I will be right back. We're going to talk about how to wear sneakers with suits. And then I'm going to talk about how to keep them clean. Because uh, <laughs> please keep them clean. Uh, <laughs> this is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. 
Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care, and I'm joined by Megan Collins, your style girlfriends. We've been talking about suits and sneaks and all that good stuff. Oh, you know what? One thing I wanted to ask, um, it came up two two weeks ago. Um, my One of my guests and I were leaving the studio together, and he, was, he somehow started talking to me about how he's very devoted to getting um, all of his things tailored. Yes. And I was like, right. oh, like, here's a Megan and Jolie topic, right? Because... <laughs> I feel like I feel like we could be doing some educating around tailoring. I mean, just that people should do it more. Yes, yeah, exactly. What would you say are kind of the two or three big areas of fit that people should focus on in terms of thinking about using a tailor? Well, when it comes to suiting, I think the biggest thing is just knowing what you can't fix. Okay. So you cannot fix if it's too big in the shoulders, you're out of luck. Right. So once you get the fit in the shoulders, pretty much everything else you can work with. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to figure those numbers into your budget mm-hmm. when buying a suit because pretty much any suit off the rack isn't going to fit you perfectly no. because nobody has an off the rack body. So whatever you feel like you can spend on a suit minus it by like a hundred bucks and, you know, have that be in your suit budget because then you take it immediately to a tailor. Maybe they even have one on site depending on where you buy it. Who knows? Yeah. I was actually going to say more, pl- more and more places more do and that. More and more places have them. And actually it may be worth doing a little research in advance before yeah. you buy a suit and opting to buy a suit at a place that offers free tailoring right. or, you know. So it's built into the cost. Or, or you know, $20 tailoring or whatever. Um, and think- build it into your timeline too. So, like, depending on yes. when you need your suit, like, don't buy it because you need it. Two days from now, buy it because you need it at least two weeks. Two from now. weeks from now, exactly. And I think that is really so important to, to mention that thing about the shoulders is that when you're buying a suit, the only thing you actually need to make sure fits properly is the shoulders. If it fits great in the shoulders, that's your suit. Yep. Then you go and you fix the sleeves. Mm-hmm. You fix definitely the hem. Well, oh my yeah. god! Please I don't know. be no walking around and pooling, pools. yeah, material <laughs> at your ankles. I know it's not a good look, and you still see it sometimes on the road carpet. I'm always shocked. I'm just like, it's such an easy fix, and it makes you look so much more sleek and put together, and like you know what you're doing when it comes to style. It really does make a big difference. Like I'm, and we can talk about this with like sneakers with a suit, but like I'm very pro like no break or like a very slight break, so it's like just barely hits your shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think there's any excuse at this point for having a, a pant that's too long. Right. Yeah. The other thing that I think is really helpful for a lot of guys to hear um, is to um, buy pants that fit your thighs. Mm-hmm. And if the waist is too big, have it nipped in. And even have it tapered and, from the knee down. And the tush. Oh, yeah. You guys, if you ain't got no tush, that's okay. A lot of you don't. But if you ain't got no tush, please see a tailor. Have yeah. them fix that suit because there's nothing worse than a big, big like old diaper baggy. Butt. <laughs> yeah, no, no diaper butts, guys. We just yeah. we want you to look great. We want you to look great, and a tailor can make you look great. Yes, and we're obviously talking about suiting today, but like that it extends beyond that. Like I encourage people to get whatever it is that they've bought, and it's either burning a hole in their closet because they're always like, oh, it just doesn't fit quite right. Like take your jeans to the tailor, yep. take your polo shirts to the tailor, take your dress shirts, obviously to the tailor. But like, you'd be surprised at how much. Stuff that is just sort of ready to wear clothes can actually be improved by a really inexpensive quick trip to the tailor. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. have it, you know, have a shirt nipped in on the sides mm-hmm. so that it fits you a little bit more trim. Have the arms of, like, honestly, have the arms of a t shirt taken in so that they 
you know, make your biceps look bigger. Yeah. Like it'll be 10 bucks and you'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I a superstar? Am I a celebrity? Like you feel so amazing when clothes are tailored to your body. Indeed. Indeed. And then you'll take good care of them and have them for a long time. Yes, it's so true. Because I, you'll be following my little instructions. I honestly believe that, though, that if you put a little bit more investment into your clothes, that you will take better care of I them. I think so, too. So for sure. it's like this cyclical, like it improves like all the way around. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's talk a little bit about wearing sneakers with suits. Yes. First of all, when not to do it. Like funerals. Yeah. <laughs> funerals, job interviews. Right. Unless it's like a really. Formal. Yes, exactly. You're not going into like a VC, not a VC, like a hedge fund and wearing sneakers with your suit. Right. For sure. Yeah. But otherwise, honestly, I think kind of the wheels are off when it comes to dress codes now. Like if you do it right, I think you can wear sneakers a lot more places than you used to, than you not, used to not be able to. Well, but like, yeah, formal, obviously black tie weddings, like don't wear sneakers right. with your tux. Right. Um, unless you're like Justin Timberlake at the Oscars or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, let's talk generally about how to wear a pair of sneakers. What what kinds of sneakers can you wear? What kind of sneakers can you absolutely not wear? You know, what what are the sneakers that you can wear, but they have to look a certain way? <laughs> like, I'm thinking now... You, I, you, you clearly know, have something here. <laughs> I, have, I have, like, a pair of Vans in mind. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know that there are different kinds of Vans out in the world. There are the Vans that you wear to do the yard work, <laughs> and then there are the brand new ones. Yes. Yeah. I Yeah, I mean, just to start sort of the plain and simple. We already talked a little bit about this, but they should be really clean. Mm -hmm. They should not be used for other functional uh, activities. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be wearing sneakers with a suit that you also, yeah, like mowed the lawn in. So just to start with, we're talking about sneakers that are for the purpose of kind of being like, look at me in my personal style. This is how I'm expressing myself. It's through these shoes, right? Um, so we're already kind of talking about like a subcategory of your informal shoes, mm -hmm. Uh, as far as, you know, let's say we're talking about a cocktail attire wedding, right? So maybe you're wearing, and it's the summer, so maybe you're wearing your bright blue suit that, like, you bought because you were inspired by, like, Paul Rudd and I Love You Man, right? Like, remember his, like, midnight blue tuxedo? Yep. Like, I feel like, oh, can we just say how much I love a midnight blue tuxedo? Yes, they're I feel great. Like every woman loves a midnight they blue tuxedo. No, I shouldn't say every woman. I'm sorry. I Lots of women do. Lots of women. It shows a lot of personal style. And people don't know this, but like it photographs really well. Like it generally photographs better than black mm -hmm. in terms of looking kind of like deep and um, uh, like t not textured, but like varied on camera. Um, but I think that was like. Uh, a very interesting moment in like cinematic history where guys were like, "Oh, Paul Rudd isn't like anything special, right?" It, it, yeah, he's like yet, every he's like he's an every, every guy. Man. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so people started getting more interesting in their formal wear, but also I think like in their suiting, they started to be like, "Oh, I can wear, uh, yeah, again, a brighter blue suit, or I can wear a patterned suit, and it doesn't have to be crazy." Like Seth Rogen right now is out on some press tour for a movie, and he's been wearing a lot of like really interesting suits, and he wears them with a polo shirt, or he wears them with a t-shirt, or he wears them with a sneaker. So. I think that, like, in the past, what, 10 years, we've really gotten a lot more opportunity to, uh, like, let guy, or, like, guys get to show a lot more personality with their suits. So when it comes to wearing, wanting to wear a sneaker with a suit, you totally can. Mm -hmm. Make sure that the suit is something that fits really well, that is, like, tailored in a lot more of a slim-cut modern way. So nothing with pleats, nothing with, like we talked about, nothing with a um, – uh, a, cuff. a cuff like it shouldn't be something that looks like your dad uh, could have been wearing this suit in the 70s it I was needs say, to be really a modern like a business fit. suit right right exactly 
And beyond that, like, it it should be worn to a, a wedding where, again, like, the, the dress code is a bit more fun. It's a bit more, um, not lax, but a little bit more, like, encouraging of showing your personality. Right. And so, it you know, think, if you want to be really safe about it, think about a sneaker that's, like, a white leather sneaker or a white, like, suede or canvas sneaker. Not canvas, but, like, a suede sneaker, maybe a little bit off-white, but just one of those kind of really classic fashion sneakers mm-hmm. Um, greats makes a really great sneaker like that. Um, even something like a Nike, like a Nike Cortez, like, but just an all white or like even an Air Force One, like just something that's pretty sleek, like nothing too chunky. Mm-hmm. You could wear like all stars, like you could wear Chuck, t- like Chucks, right. um, but just something that's a bit more sleek, nothing too bulky. Like I know that these like puffy dad sneakers are really hip right now, but like. I gotta tell you, I hate them. It's not for everybody. I know it's not for everybody. And, like, I also know this This too shall pass, right? Yeah. But, like, God, I really hate them. <laughs> but it's not really going to look great with a suit because it's so puffy, like, because it really um, sort of draws attention in a way that you don't want. Like, a sneaker shouldn't be the most attention-grabbing part of your outfit. Mm-hmm. It should be something where it's like, oh, I see that, again, because you're break, like, because you don't really have a break in your pants. Like, I see the sneaker. But it shouldn't be something where you're wearing, like, a purple Nike high top because okay. – you know, you want everyone to look at your shoes. It right. should be more something where it's like, I can pull this off because I'm so confident. Okay. Now let's quickly talk about socks. Mm-hmm. I hate them. <laughs> no, I I don't. I mean, like right now, I'm wearing no-show socks and I'm flashing a bunch of ankle because it's spring and it's, yeah. you know, nice out. And, and that's kind of what I believe in. Like wear a no-show sock okay. because it's gross otherwise. And I'm sure you have horror stories to tell about smelly shoes that are disgusting because people yes, wear and, them without. And we'll be addressing that later yeah, this month on the socks. inventory. So as long as you can get like really not have the sock showing because I feel like there's also no-show socks out there where it's like you can kind of – it peaks out. And I'm like uh-huh. that's almost worse than just not wearing a sock. Oh, yeah. Oh, sidebar. I have uh, tiny baby feet. Okay. So every no-show sock shows on me because I have tiny baby feet. You should get, like, kids no-show socks. I started wearing kids no-show yeah. socks. So for, for ladies who also – because I'm with you, Meg. Like, yes. you know, I, like, I'm like, ooh, um, not a sock girl. Um, I Socks feel like foot presents to me, first of all. I should say that. I just don't like the way they feel. Okay. Um, Some people feel that way about underwear. Like people that go yes. commando, they're just like, I can't. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Which, is, which I totally understand, except I'm totally the other way around. Like I am like always, I am like a never nude about my underpants. <laughs> like I love my underpants. Um, but socks, like, ugh. Um, and so, yeah. So I mentioned that for other other women other who tiny have feet tiny baby women. feet mm-hmm. and have the same problem um, that I started buying the no-show socks in kid sizes. And actually, you know what I just got? My, my look for spring, because I do have to wear socks when I wear sneakers. Sure. Um, I my look for spring I decided is um, pom pom socks and tree torns. Oh my god, I love it! So I knew much. you were gonna love that one. And yes. So I ordered. I just I just got the pom pom socks and I just got the tree torns. I haven't worn the tree torns yet because I have not put it's a. Pro- I have not put a protective spray on them yet, and that's my plan for this weekend. Um, and then I will be wearing them. But when I was ordering the pom pom socks, I was like, oh gosh, like. Pom-pom socks have to fit in a very, very specific way. The pom-pom has you to can't have it bunching up. hit at a very mm-hmm. specific point in your foot. And all socks are too big. And, like, I was like, oh, I'm so upset because I want these pom-pom socks so bad. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Totally. They're pom-pom socks. They make them for children. They are for made sure. for children. Yes. So, yeah. And they were just, like, co-opted by, like, grandmas yeah. and cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. So, there's there's my my hot tip from, uh, from me to the other baby-footed ladies out there. I love it. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, let me, sorry, let me, I feel like I would like went off on a big tangent. So let me just sort of like break it down. <laughs> That's the point of the show. If, yeah, yeah. So if you, break it down. Yeah. if you want to wear sneakers with a suit, because, and I, I encourage it. I think it's a cool look. Mm-hmm. I think it's, um, it's not that complicated to get it right, but you just kind of have to like think about something. So consider the suit. So much easier with a casual suit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, linen, poplin, like cotton, poplin. Yeah. Um, so if it's a more casual wedding, you're already kind of like, you're doing all right mm-hmm. if you're thinking sneaker. Go for no break, right? So make sure that the pant is slim cut. It's like shorter, mm-hmm. maybe like a tapered leg just so that, again, it's not that we're making the the sneakers the all-star, but it should look like something that you're not trying to like hide the fact that like, oops, I forgot to pack right? dress shoes for this destination <laughs> wedding, right? Um, the shoe matters. So it can't just be any old sneaker. It really should be something that is like your nice sneaker or, like, the sneaker that you feel, like, reflects your personality the most. So, like, maybe you you could pull off, like, a pair of slip-on vans. Like, maybe it's – they're white or maybe they're black. Like, right. maybe they're not checkered. But, like, you can pull it off, but it's just make sure that you're thinking about um, – thinking about the sneaker. Right. Just being intentional about it. Uh, consider mixing up the rest of your outfit. So, again, maybe you wear a knit polo or maybe you wear a T-shirt kind of, like, with, like, a French tuck. So maybe it's not – well, it certainly shouldn't be – Again, formal conservative suit with like a shirt and tie. Like, no. Like, it should be the rest of your outfit should match this idea of I am someone who wears sneakers with a suit. Right. Like, you should look cohesive. And then the last thing is I would just encourage guys to like consider going bold. So we talked already about a pink suit. We talked about pattern suits. But like, if you're going to be wearing a sneaker, you might as well kind of embrace the idea of like I'm pushing forward what cocktail attire means or what formal attire means by like really kind of breaking the rules or breaking the mold here. Yeah. But beyond that, like, have fun with it. God, I just gave you, like, 18 rules, and I'm like, but have fun with but it. just have fun with it. <laughs> but it is. At the end of the day, like, we talked earlier, like, if you look in the mirror and you're like, I honestly don't know if I can pull this off, like, maybe don't. Yeah. And, like, don't worry about it. Like, you can always wear a dress to your shoe and, and feel great. Right. So don't don't stress about it. But if it's something where you're like, I think I can pull this off, you probably can. Yeah. And if you're stressing about it, you know, you know be like, okay, I'm going to err on the side of caution right now and then go to stylegirlfriend.com. And take a look at all the guides that they've got on the site because it might be like that you see one thing and you're like, oh, okay, I see exactly what I was doing wrong because I see what yeah. those examples are doing right. Yeah. Um. So like, just because you can't pull it off once doesn't mean that you don't get another shot at it. Totally. Um. And so like we, you know, we we just really want to like make you guys look good. Which brings me to the Jolie portion of the show. Yeah. Help you us guys, look good, Jolie. Please do not go out to a nice event in a pair of sneakers that are all dinged up please don't do it there are a lot of really really cheap and easy ways to clean sneakers it takes less than five minutes i promise you this is a thing i do all the time um i obviously am very very fussy about my sneakers um and i have sneakers obviously that like you know you guys know i'm like a gym rat so i'm at the gym all the time which means that i have like a big big old like collection of gym sneakers but then I also have a lot of fashion sneakers. And um, like the most recent pair I bought, I bought myself for Christmas. Um, I bought a pair of Gucci Aces. Ooh. They're, listen, these shoes are so fire. I love them so much. I can't even stand myself in them. Um, and I actually, I just had them down when I was in Charlotte because, you know, I messed up my back. So I was yes. like, I, you know, normally during warm weather, you like, you will not catch my toes encumbered by a sneaker. I am like a sandal girl. <clears throat> but with a bad back, a sandal just doesn't offer as much support as I yeah. need. And I was like, darn it. 
I'm going to have to wear a like, more sensible shoe. But I was like, I've got my Gucci Aces. And so I wore them everywhere and they're great and comfortable, but they got kind of dinged up when I was walking all around. So you can go out and buy fancy sneaker cleaner. And I do not begrudge anyone who wants these products. So like Jason Mark Crap makes them. Um, Rejuvenator makes them. Like those are three of like the big, big brands. But there are lots of these like brands that are out there that really cater to the sneaker headset. And if you want that, but like if it makes you feel good to have sort of a dedicated little fancy kit and it's going to make yeah. you clean your sneakers more often. By all means, I yes. just want you to clean the sneakers. If it, like, makes you have this ritual, it's sort of like buying new gym clothes for the gym. Like, if that's what makes you go to the gym, great. Great. Yeah. And that's uh, and I'll say that, too. Like, you know, sidebar, that actually is a place where I do spend my I do spend quite a lot of money on my gym clothes because wearing gym clothes that make me feel good really improves my workout. And yep. you guys can come down on me all you want for that. I know I'm vain. I know it's ridiculous. I know that it. I shouldn't feel that way. But I do. I do. And so I go with it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I say that to say that, like, if having that Jason Mark shoe cleaner that costs $30 is going to make you feel better and more excited about cleaning your shoes, please go buy that. Right. Please, it's your money. Please. Yeah. please. But I also want to say this. You don't need it. You do not need it at all. So um, for the for the uh, five neat things column that I did to go along with Megan's colorful shoe, colorful sneaker recommendations. Um, so I did for the ask a clean person. Um, oh, by the way, we're still calling it squalor as of now, but technically speaking, I think I'm allowed to call it ask a clean person. Oh, is that right? The, the, you got the, like released the re the reason for that whole service over what we call the column, uh, no longer exists in our universe. I'll just put it that way. Um, and I'll tell you off mic what, what really <laughs> happened. Um, but anyway, so, um, I did ask a clean person on basically explaining the hows of, of cleaning sneakers. So everything from the midsoles to the uppers, whether you have a leather upper, a canvas upper, or a suede upper, because you do clean those uppers differently based oh, on yeah. the material. That's really yeah, yeah, important yeah. to remember. People um, know that, don't they? Hmm? People know that, don't they? I think so. Right. You wouldn't clean like a cotton shirt the same way you'd clean a velvet shirt. Yeah. Okay. I think the problem is, is that a lot of times people don't think about the material. Yeah, they're just like, it's a sneaker. It's a sneaker. Okay. And so that's why yeah. I really break it down just to get people like thinking in the mindset of right. each of those kind of, those are sort of the three basics. Sure. Um, and and sort of the technique for how you would machine wash sneakers if you want to machine wash them, which ones you can and can't. Um, so all of that stuff is out there. Um, but for five new things this week, I did. I loved this actually. I want. I hope. I hope Chef lets me keep doing it. He <laughs> might be like, "No more cheap shit, Jolie. We're trying to do affiliate link work here. <laughs> uh, the kickback is lower when you <sighs> recommend items that cost two dollars." <laughs> um, but I think it's really servicey to say, yes. "Here are the cheaper alternatives to those spendy kind of like artisanal bespoke sneaker cleaners that you truly do not need in this world. You're allowed to have them." So here, here's what they are, and here are the situations in which you should, um, you should be using them. So the first is sneaker wipes are a big thing. Sneaker wipes are a big, big thing. And, I mean, really, you know, all of those brands offer them. Jason Mark offers them. Crep offers them. Um, there are also, like, all kinds of just other, like, basic shoe wipes. I will tell you, my hotel in Charlotte had little individual packets of something called shoe, shoe cleaning wipes. Okay. And I was like, mm, I'm skeptical about this. 
but I nabbed them. Sure. Obviously. And um, this morning, before we recorded, I opened a package up and I tried them out on my Gucci Aces. <gasps> oh, man. You really just went right for the top. They were not great. Ugh. I didn't love them. See, I, I would have not have done them on the Gucci's. I would have done them on, like, some other sneakers just yeah. to, like, test it out. Like, what if they, like, did something weird? Uh, well, I mean, the Aces are white leather. Yeah. So, and actually, I tested them on the midsole. Okay. First, so, I mean, it's just white rubber. Like, you know. I don't know. I'd still be scared. I don't know. They didn't, they weren't that great. Okay. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm a girl who used a magic eraser on my patent leather Manolos. So, I'm not really afraid of anything. And it works like a charm. Sure. Um, so, um. What I did when I was researching this column was I, I looked at I looked at the spendy products, right? And like I, I like let my weird little brain do some registering work. Yep. Right. And I figured out what the cheaper alternative to them was. So the first one is those sneaker wipes. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed when I was looking at the Jason Mark sneaker wipes is that they were actually textured wipes. And I was like, oh, ding, 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 ding. I know exactly what the alternative to this is. And here's what it is. It's Clorox wipes, but the ones with the micro scrubbers. So the shoe cleaning cloth that I used this morning was a flat cloth, like a basic Clorox Clorox wipe. Versus the Jason Mark sneaker wipes and what the Clorox micro scrubber ones are. Or they're, they're basically a textured wipe. And my... My idea around why I didn't like the sneaker wipe that I got in the hotel, but why the Jason Mark and or the Clorox with the micro scrubbers will work is that they just offer a little bit more scrubbing power. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So so there's there's option number one for cleaning both midsoles and for leather uppers. Mm-hmm. That is probably not going to work at all on canvas. And you should also definitely not use it on suede. Oh, yeah. Suede yeah. is a jerk, as we know. <laughs> um. So there is that alternative. Um, the next one is a soft bristled toothbrush. Mm-hmm. So sneaker cleaning brushes are out there in this universe. They cost, you know, anywhere from 10 to like, they can be like $30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on the brand that you're buying. The thing is. They're is made that, like ivory tusks. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. I know. They really make, I mean, it's like. You keep you keep the saying that charge. Yes. But you get this kit on like Mr. Porter or whatever. And yes. you're, yeah, you're paying exactly. for the fact that you got it from Mr. Porter, not necessarily for the, exactly. the bristles on the brush. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I'll say the same thing happens with um uh delicates detergents, right? If you go and buy bras at a place um like Rigby and Pellier, they will try to upsell you on some expensive ass detergent to clean your bra. You do not need it. Like, first of all, detergent is detergent in a lot of ways, but also Wool light is great and really inexpensive. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really blame these stores for, for doing the upsell because it totally. works. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. want to educate, you know, my job is to educate you um, and le- make sure that you guys have more money left in your pocket to go buy a new fair- pair of fancy sneakers yeah. um, then, and not spend it all on sneaker cleaner because you don't need to. Yeah. Um, so the soft bristle toothbrush is the, a great and very, very cheap alternative to a shoe brush. Now, they'll tell you... One pro that the shoe brush has is that it's bigger yep. than a toothbrush. And so it will cover more area. However, the pro that the toothbrush has is that it will get into tighter spots like the tongue attachment and the area around the eyelets. And actually, that's where you really want to get in and scrub because that's where dirt and grime collects on sneakers. Right. You yeah. kind of have to think of it like a dental hygienist like cleaning. Like it's like 
yeah, you can brush your teeth every day, but they're going to be able to get in with like the pick and like get at the little whatever gross stuff that has just been living on your teeth for the last like six months since your last cleaning. Exactly. That's what a toothbrush can do as opposed to, yeah, like kind of a big clunky tool that is just going to get it in all broad broad strokes. Exactly. Um, The next thing, the thing that you would use in concert with that toothbrush is dish soap. Yes. You do not need to buy a $30 bottle of Seeker Cleaner, you guys. Seeker Cleaner is basically diluted dish soap. (laughs) Like, I swear to God, that's all that's in it. They probably put a little fragrance in there. Um, There may be a little alcohol in there, like, you know, rubbing alcohol. But, like, honestly, you guys, dish soap, dish soap, dish soap, dish soap. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing about the dish soap. You you don't need a lot of it. You want to put it into a bowl. Put a few drops of dish soap, like really, I mean, five drops at most is going to be more than enough and fill the bowl only halfway up. I think this is one of the biggest mistakes people make when they're cleaning their sneakers is they make a full bowl and then you go to dip your toothbrush in and you're sloshing soapy water everywhere. And then you're like, this is a whole mess, Jolie. What did you do? No, fill it up about halfway, leave enough headspace to dip that, that toothbrush in there and get to scrubbing. Um, one more fun one. I love this one. I love this one. So suede. This is specific to suede. Suede erasers exist in this world and they are wonderful. And I recommend them a lot because oftentimes they come in concert with a suede brush. And you can buy a suede brush and eraser for cheap, cheap. Kiwi makes them for, it's about $6. Um, Soft Soul. Soft Soul makes the sneaker balls that I love so much. Soft Soul is a brand. Uh, They make one that's like $4.00. Very inexpensive. And all available on like Amazon, I would oh, assume. Yeah. All yeah. on Amazon. All on Amazon. Speaking and also like you'll shit. always see them in like Walgreens, Dwayne Reed, Target, Walmart, all those kinds of places will carry those those little kits. They are um, hashtag available. They are hashtag. And actually most times most shoe stores have them too. Okay. Yeah. You just gotta sort of look out for them. Usually in shoe stores are up by the register. Yeah. So, and they might be a little more expensive. They might be marked up. Yeah. yeah. But you don't actually need a dedicated suede eraser because suede erasers are basically the exact same thing as white art erasers. And you can get a box of 10 white art erasers for $6. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, why don't I know what a white art eraser is? It's just an eraser that's white instead of pink or green. Wait, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the reason the reason they're called art erasers is because they're used when you're doing um, like you know, charcoal sketching. or pencil. Yeah, the um, the white eraser doesn't leave any marks behind from the eraser itself. Oh in the my way god, that you are blowing is. my mind right now! Oh my god, I'm so excited! I'm so just your like mind. a regular eraser, yeah, but that's white. It has to be white though. Well, yeah, because the pink or green can leave its pink or green behind, and then you've got a whole different stain. You got to get rid of. Right, yeah. that's stupid. So now let me just tell you guys about the. It's probably still a good idea to buy one of those inexpensive kits. Although, honestly, you can also swap in a medium bristle toothbrush for the suede brush. You just use it dry instead of wet. The eraser is what you use for getting rid of scuffs and stains. You want to use that first because it can leave behind a little bit of residue. And then you want to use the brush, which one, will brush away the residue, but two, most importantly, will restore the nap of Mm. suede. So that's really important. Okay. Dang. Um, yeah. Way to go. You totally blew my mind. Hopefully yeah. there's people listening right now being like, wait, it's just an eraser eraser? Yeah, just an eraser okay. eraser. Exactly. Um, okay. One last thing. And I, you guys are not going to be so because I already, I already said I was using it myself. Fabric and upholstery protector like Scotchgard. Yes. So much cheaper than buying the Jason Mark protector. 
And like more functional because you can literally use you it. You can use it on other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the stuff that you want to use for canvas. Yep. That now. Your new regular, tree Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, your Vans, your tree torns, your Keds, your Chuck Taylors. And you know, look, sometimes like especially with things like Chuck Taylors and Vans, you don't, you want them to get grungy and broken in and look that way. But some of them, like I want my tree torns to, to look, look nice. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, cause it's the eighties all over again and I'm going to be wearing bright white tree torns. With like um, a scrunchie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the high, <laughs> the high poner. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, use a, use a scotch guard. Don't go ahead and spend a lot of extra money, um, on the, the, the Jason Mark and all that stuff. And one thing to note, however, is that regular scotch guard cannot be used on suede or leather. Um, if you do need a protector, see now I'm not actually as big a person on leather protectors cause I don't think you need them as much. I think you just need a good leather cleaner and conditioner and to use it regularly. Yeah. Um, but with suede and with canvas, you definitely need that protector. Uh, Scotch God also makes a new suede and new buck protector. Mm. Just, to, just know that it's a different product. Um, and that if you do have suede or new buck shoes, you really, really, really ought to put a layer of protection on them. Um, especially like if we're talking about, we didn't even get into this. <laughs> like you guys, if you're going to be wearing a pair of white bucks at a wedding. Oh man. And you're going to be tromping across. Which some, like you should. Some country club grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe we should do that down the line. Mm. Ooh. All right. More ideas. More ideas. Uh, on that <laughs> note, on more ideas note, we want to remind you guys to ask us stuff. Yes. Uh, we are, we, you know, we're, we are service journalists. We are here to serve you. So you tell us what you need. Um, tweet at Megan at StyleGF. Tweet at me at JoyCare. Uh, send us emails. T- t- tweet at our bosses and tell, us, tell them how wonderful we are. Yes. Uh, <laughs> tell them you want more team ups. Yeah. Uh, and as I said, we will be doing some more team ups. So we've got, uh, our next, our next big one is, um, like sandals and espadrilles. Yes. Uh, Megan's going to be recommending Thank those. Thank you for reminding me. I'm and like, no what problem. do we have next? No oh. problem. Um, and I am going to be doing, um, ask a clean person on, uh, how, how to keep your feet clean. Yeah. How to keep your feet clean. Yep. Uh, and then I will be doing five neat things on shoe odor elimination options because, you know, as we said, socks are the enemy. Uh, (laughs) but if you're going sock free it is likely that you're going to end up with some gnarly smelling shoes at some point um and so i've got some products that will help with that and then after that i think it's swimwear right i think so um so megan will be recommending some very cool uh swimwear for summer and i will be talking about how to uh keep it clean and not sun damaged and not chlorine damaged and all that good stuff so um gonna be great it's gonna be great we're really excited this has been fun megan this has been fun thank you for coming in thanks for having me back after i totally accidentally bailed last week it actually ended up being so fine yeah it's so fine i'm gonna feel guilty forever do not from the midwest no 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 no. wisconsin in me i can't help it no and i'm gonna tell you why because if you feel guilty, then I'm going to feel guilty. Then everyone's going to feel guilty and be a horrible feedback loop of guilt. So no, no, there's no guilt on Ask a Clean Person podcast. Um, all right. That'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And, of course, thanks to my listeners for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.